Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan on News Talk. I'm sure you've heard this story today about the number of people that are out on the roads driving without ever having taken a driving test at all. Like up to 30,000 people are on their third or subsequent provisional licence. Um, and in some cases, learners have been driving for nearly the guts of about 30 years without ever holding a full licence. So how do we solve it? Or why do we have so many people driving around without ever having taken a test? Lunchtime Live at Newstalk.com is the email address. Ashling is on the line. Ashling, I believe this is an issue in your family. Uh, yes. Hi, Andrea. How are you? Um, so I have, um, I have. Uh, well, I've actually two daughters, a son and a niece who've all gone through the system, both here and abroad. And um, my eldest daughter now, she fell into, I think, the category of um, trying to get her driving test during COVID. So she applied, I think, initially in September 2020 to do her, this is September 2020, right, um, to do her theory test, did her theory test, started her lessons, did the lessons, applied in November, I think. Oh, no, she didn't. Hang on. She, was, she waited for a whole year. Um, more or less before she got her lessons due to COVID again, you know, so she couldn't, they wouldn't do driving tests or driving lessons during that time. And in July 2021, she started her lessons and November 2021, she applied for her driving test. She got her initial driving um, test date for the 3rd of January 2022, would that have been 2022? And of course, she was sick with COVID. That was the Christmas where everybody got COVID. Mm. So then she reapplied and um, heard nothing back until July 2023. And so that's a year and a half, right? Um when she she had to renew her license in the meantime because her license was over two years old, I think you have yeah. to renew the learner permit during that time. Now, the only time she's ever been able to drive is when she's with me in the car, right? And I don't allow her to drive without someone else in the car. So, you know, um, she doesn't fall into the category of people driving without, you know, a having a qualified driver yeah, beside yeah. her. But the temptation would always be there, right? So then she reapplied. Um, she she got a letter there on the twenty on the or an email I think in July of this year saying um, you know here's uh, you've got five days um, to choose your date. So she went into the system, clicked on the links, nothing happened. Kept clicking on the links, nothing happened. After five days, she got another email saying, "Sorry, you didn't click the link. You don't have a date. You're back on the waiting list." So she's a victim of the backlog, really, then, is she? So she's a victim of the backlog. I think so. Um, I have my niece is in a very similar situation. Um, She she started her driving lessons in 2021 and um, she got COVID in in March of this year. Or no, she didn't get COVID. She was close contact or something. And so she couldn't do her test. And she's now been told. Right, this is March or May of this year. She's now been told that her next available test is sometime in August 2024. But in the meantime, she'd have to drive around with the fully licence. She'd license. have to drive yeah. around with, so yeah, and she her, her driving licence, her, her temporary licence will um, run out, I think, shortly. Okay. So she'll have to reapply. So yeah. David is with us. David is with us as well, Ashling. David, how do we get people to try and sit their tests earlier or is it just a case of we've got to deal with the backlogs? 
Hi, Andrea. Oh, hi, David. I didn't know there's two David. So oh, sorry, David in Dublin. Yeah. Is that right? Apologies, <laughs> yeah. David. Yeah. Sorry, well, I'm the David in Dublin. How are you? Good. Well, the first thing to do, we have to have more driving test instructor or driving testers. But the second thing is then we need to look at the analysis of what, what's happening when people fail. Is there any feedback from the testers that says, listen, we've had 100 people in the last two months and they've all failed to do the right turn or the left turn or use indicators so that the training could be changed? Because if we're retraining people again and again and we're not getting any feedback, you just keep making the same mistakes. But the initial thing is more driving testers. Once you get rid of the backlog, then we can sit down and redo the entire training regime. Start training people, not only to drive, but to have road safety in mind from, say, first year secondary school, mm. right? The, uh, Push it back in the schools. Yeah, but well, it's not even so much push it back on the school, but have it in such a way that, like, the RSA and the guards are very good for coming out and explaining to groups of people what you need to look for when you're, when you're um, a pedestrian or a cyclist. I mean, the simple things like, don't cross the road with your phone in your hand, but get it into people that safety is their responsibility. So by the time it comes to, say, transition year, I think it was one of the Healy Rays a few weeks ago mentioned that they can't see any reason why you can't have it at a theory test or your full driving test can't be handed to you the same day you get your leaving site results. If a system was put in place where it's part of the curriculum, the theory test is done in transition year, your mm. junior your, your, um, lessons and so forth, all the way along, so that by the time you get to actually uh, have your licence, okay. you've had five years of almost having a nearly... Uh, put into you about the safety, how to do this, how to do that. But the crucial thing at the start of this whole process is more theory, more testers and some sort of feedback from the tester to say, listen, instructors, here's where we're finding that here's a problem. Where the, here's where people are falling down. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I don't know whether there is that system okay. at the moment. We'll, we'll find out actually because Dominic, uh, Dominic Brophy is the director of the Professional Driving Instructors Association. Dominic, just before I, I pick up on David's point, like, it's sort of bizarre that you can manage to go through 20 or 25 years and just effectively dodge ever having to sit a driving test. Hi, Andrea. Yes, that's true. Um, I think that is a small minority, and I think it is a problem of people, you know, driving for that length of time on the learner permit. There's about 30,000 people. It's not that small. Yeah, but not for that amount of time. But I I was listening to what Ashlyn and David were saying there. And Ashlyn, if you take her uh, situation with her daughter, like, she is somebody that genuinely wants to get her full license, but she started the whole system in 2020. And here we are in October 2023, yeah. and she hasn't even got a driving test. So even the the ones that are genuinely um, really want to get their yeah. uh, get their full license, and they genuinely go into the system and they're proactive in the system, it's still taking them three or four years. So and is it as it, David's pointed out? Is it just down to we haven't we haven't got enough testers? Well. You know that's a that's a, a, a point where we could dispute because uh, up to a year or eighteen months ago we had got uh, enough testers, but those testers were on a temporary contract, and the bizarre system that we've come across now is that the RSA has let those testers go, 
and now they're recruiting new testers, and some of the new testers that they're recruiting are the testers that they have let go. So because they came to the end of their contract, the RSA and the Department of Transport, in their wisdom, has decided to let them go, and then they've gone through the whole uh, recruitment, recruitment system and training system of testers that have already been trained, and some of them are being taken on again, and okay. some of them aren't. But this is this is the complete hold-up. And, and the reason is, it's probably because the Department of Transport hasn't turned around to the RSA, or the RSA hasn't asked the Department of Transport and say, look it, let's put these people on. Don't don't let them go and okay. take them back on again. So how this do is we, the real problem in the system. How do we close this loophole then, aside from the backlog, as Ashling pointed out, and her daughters and, and, you know, trying to get to sit the test. But like, how do we actually close the loophole that we have people on third, you know, or, or subsequent provisional licences and they can go through their, their career nearly and, you know, their driving career and never sit any test? Well, it seems to us as driving instructors that the system is trying to be fixed after it's been broken. Uh, uh, and really what we should be doing, it should be a, an ongoing communication between the ta- Department of Transport and the Road Safety Authority and driving instructors, which is the most important thing, because we are the people that are on the ground. We see the demand. We see the pent-up demand after COVID. And in fairness to all driving instructors around the country, we have got through that pent-up demand. We have customers sitting there waiting for their tests. Now, a year and a half ago, that was different, Andrea, because we would have had to pent up the man ourselves. Mm. But we have got through that. But unfortunately, the RSA hasn't uh, hasn't been up to speed to the speed that the driving instructors are at. Listener here says there's no amount of theory testing that can give any experience to young drivers. This listener says the test is a complete joke anyway. Why practice reversing around a corner but you don't learn how to drive in a motorway? Brian in Dublin says I'm a trained forklift driver. I've re- I'm retested every three years and if I don't pass I don't get my licence. I think the government need to retest every car driver at least every five years as driving attitudes are actually so bad. Does Brian have a point, Dominic? Like, should we have to reset our test at some stage? Well, I think if we just concentrate, there's no point in us trying to fix everything, Andrea, but the most important thing that we should fix is how we train people how to use our roads in the first place. So the system that we have at the moment of uh, compulsory 12 hours of EDT lessons, essential driver training lessons, was something that was introduced in 2011 and we Mm. hadn't got that before. Now, that was a good start. But here we are heading for 2024 and nothing has changed in that system. And it's not good enough to be saying, and the figures say, and unfortunately there's a lot of uh, misery out there and there's a lot of families that are destroyed by road deaths and serious Mm. injuries. And we have to sit down with driving instructors, with the Road Safety Authority and with the Department of Transport and we need to come up with a better system of training okay. our people. Well, just on uh, that, th- that better system, I see this listener here actually, 87 106 is the WhatsApp number. This listener says, no, I don't ever want to repeat the driving test that I failed before. I've actually failed it five times before I passed it. I was so nervous uh, as I was actually late to driving. Uh, David is with us too in Longford, Dominic. David, do you think we should have to reset our driving test at some stage? Well, I don't know if that's actually the solution or not, because if you look at commercial drivers who have to do a CPC every year and you see an awful lot of very questionable manoeuvres and behaviour by so-called professional drivers on the roads. Um, But the thing I was going to say was um, I'm in my 50s and 
back when I was a young learner driver and it was um, a provisional license in those days, um, the, the same thing went on. People just kept renewing provisionals and uh, carried on without sitting tests or would you know fail a test mm. but could continue to drive and be insured. So it's not a new problem. And I think um, you know the government and successive governments are very good at bringing in new legislation, but they're very bad at you know fixing bad le- legislation. And this is something that I think needs to be amended by you know legislation that. Uh, tells the RSA what to do, basically, because it doesn't seem to make sense that people can continue to drive without proper, you know, licensing or even the way the theory test works, where people are expected to sit and pass a theory test on driving before they're even allowed to apply for their uh, driver permit. So, you know, they've actually no tuition, no experience, no way of um, properly understanding or being able to appreciate the rules of the road, and yet they're expected to answer 40 questions on it. Joe was with us as well, David. Joe, do you think we need new rules or some way to try and close that loophole? I I think the best way to close the loophole is to actually allocate a test date when you get your permit. And it should be on the permit, your centre and your date, and you should be obliged to sit the test. That's it. And and that's it. And if you don't sit the test, then uh, give a penalty period where you can't get another permit for a period of six months or two months or whatever. So you can't get repeat permits unless you sit a test. But you see, isn't the reason though, Dominic, the reason that you can still get the repeat permits, it's due to the fact that you could be waiting, as Ashling pointed out, her daughter's story, she could be waiting, you know, any amount of time to actually get to sit the test. Well, yes, that's true. And, you know, when you initially get your first learner permit, you're, you're issued that for two years. And that's meant to give you time um, to do your lessons and sit your driving test. But uh, unfortunately, well, driving instructors are, are stepping up to the plate. We, we, we can do that. We can get uh, people trained within that time. But what we find at the end of those two years is that the, uh, the test date isn't available to them. So, um, you know, the, the Road Safety Authority just has to um, improve the system that they offer to the, the learner driver. It, it, the department and the road safety authority bizarrely contribute to poor road safety by by not having a system in place that allows learner permit uh, holders to sit their driving test. Mm. Well, you see, it was the situation, wasn't it, previously? And you correct me if I'm wrong about this, Dominic, but to the best of my memory, years ago, you could drive into the test centre, you could sit your test, you could fail your test and you could drive away. But now, as the if you're somebody who doesn't have the full full licence, you have to you'd have to leave the test centre accompanied by somebody. Well, that is true. By law, that is that is true. But um, I, I, I am in test centres every day. I see people coming out disappointed from um, from the test centre and I feel sorry for them. But, you know, they get straight into the car and I often see people, because they fail their test, just driving off mm-hmm. in a temper. You know, so this is not police. And if you if you uh, speak to the roadside authority, they'll say that this is a guard matter, that it's the, the guards that have to police it. But we can't expect guards to be sitting in test centres uh, watching out for uh, people no. leaving test centres. You... Uh, so if, sorry, if I could just finish that. Like when, when um, people are doing their uh, driving test, a driving tester will check whether their tax is in date. So they're taking the role of revenue. But when they finish the driving test, they let this young person, 17, 18 years of age, in bad form, come out of a test centre, jump in a car and drive down the road. 
and not even thinking about what they're doing because all they're doing is thinking about their driving test. This this is bad ro- road safety. It's bad practice, okay. and it doesn't it doesn't lead to Vision Zero and uh, no. ambitious targets that uh, the road safety department. Let, let me bring let me bring in Nikki as well on this, Dominic. Nikki, you think people should have to reset their test? Definitely. Um, I passed my test nearly eight years ago now. I've been driving for eight years. Um, I passed it in the UK and moved over to Ireland. Um, but I've seen some Irish drivers, they are atrocious. People go through red lights. They don't know how to use a roundabout. And I think, honestly, everyone should redo it every 10 years. Um, I think it's fair for everyone to redo it every 10 years. There should be no exceptions. Um and hopefully it's improve a lot of driving quality and then hopefully be less road accidents um, and less deaths on the roads. Um, would be my main point about it, like having when we test. I live quite rurally. I see cars have accidents frequently because they don't stay to the speed limit. They don't know how to take a bend properly on a road at speed. Um, I've seen cars actually flipped upside down because of like they went around the bend too fast and they've ended up in the head and the head has been like a dip at the side of the road and the car ended up upside down. And do you think uh, if people had to reset their test at least once in their driving lifetime, do you do you think their attitudes would be different? I think they would, yeah, because if you're going to have to reset your test, you're going to have to know what's right and what's wrong when driving and you're going to have to like, condition you that into your though, driving. You know, I know people, we all, you know, pick up habits and different things that we do over, you know, when we're driving for a number of years. But I just wonder if actually resetting the test would make any difference. I think it might. I mean, these cars, some are like two-ton killing machines. Like, that's what I get taught when I was driving. Listen to two-ton killing machines. You can kill people with this car. If you don't drive it properly, you're endangering everyone else on the road. And that's not okay. Um, and I think resetting the test and like actually being aware of like how dangerous cars are. They're not just this little box that you go into and drive to the shop mm. and go out and have some fun. And these are like genuinely two time killing mm. machines. If you hit someone at speed, they're dead. If you take the wrong turn on a road, you could be dead. Um, like you need to be safe in these vehicles. And so resetting the test makes a lot of sense. Well, I'm interested in people's thoughts, you know, uh, on this. I mean, do you think we should have to, like like Nikki, do you think that we should at some stage in our uh, driving career have to reset our driving test? 087-1400-106 is the WhatsApp number. This listener says, regarding the learning, learning permits, um, I've had one for years. I've had mine since I was 17, but due to a lack of confidence on the road and living abroad, I only got my full licence in June at the age of 35. I never drove unaccompanied, though, and I just think that there's lots of reasons behind these statistics. Keep Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan. Weekdays at midday on News Talk.